A quick list of people that aren't enjoying this season. Fans of the Crows, Tigers and West Coast. Coach Crutt. And now you can add fantasy coaches to that list as well as player after player after player went down this weekend and laid waste to many a season. We'll aim to pick up the remaining pieces on this week's Shiva Blast. Four rounds in, that is well over a quarter of the season. Gossy, before I even introduce you here, mate, do you know how many rounds we're meant to be playing in the normal season? No, not a clue. <laughs> well, like 11, 12? I, I think there, there's, what, 17 rounds in the season all up. You take ooh, four, three off for finals. So like at Sounds the right. most we're playing 14, which means... You know, this week will be, you know, once we've played this next round, we're over a third at least. Even with these rudimentary maths, we're at least nearly a third of the way through the season. It seems insane. Gossie, how are you this week, mate? I'm doing all right, Damon. I'm, I'm cruising okay. For someone who copped a fairly big loss on the weekend, I'm, I'm all right. Well, let's uh, let's unpack that a little bit. Uh, welcome to the couch. Um, you you know, mm. feel free to speak freely about what went on. Well, I was playing the uh, the top-rated team in all of Shiva, and uh, <laughs> as expected, uh, fell a little short of the expectation. Uh, so, no, not a good week for, for me, but that's all right. So, the top person in Shiva maintained their consistent scoring? Uh, he was a little down on usual. Um, he may have been beatable uh, if I was anywhere near my game, but uh, alas, I was not. We're going to go through this in a sec, but it was a week of pretty much devastation for a lot of coaches and yeah. we've put the call out, which uh, we'll share with you in a little while, in the sounds of Shiva, for the coaches that have been most affected. But I think the best thing we can do is dive straight into the news. Extra, extra. The only place you can hear the Shiva Blast headlines is on the Shiva Blast. Here are your headlines this week. Hurry up and finish, you musical fuckwits. Gossy, things are going to get really interesting really quickly because we're reading a, a lot of news and it's changing by the day, by the hour at the moment mm. where um, Melbourne players are being told to, to pack up for a possible exodus and head to a hub and games which have been fixtured for one location and one date have been moving around. Even this round coming up has been wildly changed around. We've got a new Thursday night game. Um, teams are playing in different spots. The season... At the moment, it's just within our grasp, just within our grasp. And I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about the AFL season because I get the impression that they're going to continue to plough through, find a way to make it happen and get to a grand final this year. You know, the AFL machine will roll on. But at what point do you think mm -hmm. the tangible fantasy season becomes intangible? Um. I think at the point where we end up with a situation um, similar to what we had a, a week or two ago, a month ago, how, what are days anymore? I, I don't know. Fortnite, <laughs> maybe? When, when Essendon and Melbourne couldn't play their game mm -hmm. at the time they were supposed to. I think if that happens with you know more than perhaps two or, or four at most teams in a given week and we end up with split rounds and shits all over the place and there's games missed and then made up later on and it's going to be thrown out the window, I think, at, at that sort of point. I mean, we, 
we push through for as long as we can and we yep. get as much of a season in as we can. Um, and if that means we're using projected scores or averages or, um, you know, whatever it's going to work out to be, then, you know, so be it. And we're all playing under the same rules, so we all cop the same sort of um, luck on that one. So it's um, – yeah, we don't call off the season until the AFL do, and they've made it pretty clear that um, you know it's going to be a, a year of 150 games and not necessarily 17 rounds, so to speak. Um, yeah, yeah, and so we we work with that as best we can. And I'm sure you know um, Commissioner Duthi is keeping a, a close eye on how things are working out. You know, the projected scores for one game that's a good band aid solution, but when the wound becomes too big, um, you know, there there is a point where you say. This is now too difficult. Coaches are being adversely affected by things out of their control. You know, for instance, mm. one of the suggestions being that some players may not go to the hub situations because of understandable family issues and, you know, they need to stay home. And all of a sudden, the coach isn't even being subjected to injuries. Legitimately, mm. his players are just not taking the field. Yeah, it's it, it really does have the potential to get messy. But I think... Um, for the minute, we've just got to assume that it's business as usual yep. and we make do with what we can. And there'll be some advantageous coaches that will be able to play on that worry, uh, that will be able to maybe take chances with gaps that could be coming up. Mm-hmm. That might win your premierships at this stage. So I, I think the best thing you could do is remain flexible in your own mind and maybe it will be good for your Shiva outcomes um one of the biggest stories of today of course is that of steel side bottom and a little bit Lyndon dunn but he doesn't really count here no he doesn't count this <laughs> is side bottom uh side bottom is one of the most reliable players in fantasy he's had a great start to the season and then he went out shared a drink with jeremy howe which is understandable because teammate got injured I'd like uh, a drink with Jeremy Howe. Right. I get it. Apparently had too much to drink. Then there's parts of the story, like Daniel Wells was somehow involved. He was half naked. He called for an Uber. His phone ran out of batteries. Police had to drive him home. All kinds of manner of things. Eddie Maguire's come out in a news report this afternoon saying they're proud of Steel. They're- I'm proud of him too. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like a standard sort of Friday night for a lot of us, I think. So, yeah, well played by him. That's fine. It's a four-week suspension though, which is not ideal when – you know, we're, you and I are already talking about the fact that the, the fantasy season is very truncated here. So, you know, what in previous years, a four-week suspension might have been, oh, you know, that's unfortunate. We'll sit through it. It now becomes a major issue. Well, we've played four rounds of the season so far. So you think about how long that's taken and that's yeah. kind of where we're at moving forward. So it's um, it's it's a big chunk of your season gone if you do own him. Uh, for Collingwood, side bottoms out and Trelaw's in. So, yeah, not not such a bad replacement. But um, most coaches aren't going to have that same sort of luxury and are going to have to find uh, someone off the waivers to cover him or trade him for less than he's probably worth. Do you know, I think the beneficiary here is probably Taylor Adams because side bottom remains in the team. Trelaw comes mm. in. I think Adams drops completely. Whereas now that side bottoms out, I still think there's space for Taylor to, to continue his output. Yeah, that's it's not a, a bad theory. I don't know if it'd be. I, I feel like it, the way that Taylor's playing at the minute, and I'm, I'm a big fan of his, so I tend to look at him perhaps a little more optimistically than most. But um, I do think with the shortened season, the shortened games particularly, um, kind of suits his style at the minute. Um, having that burst impact on a, a pretty regular basis through the quarters, he's not um, being yep. run off his feet. He's not being tagged at the minute either, which is nice. And I don't think um, it will be. 
No, exactly. So I think that kind of works for a player like Adams. Collingwood are playing a lot of fringe players through the midfield at the moment, um, rotating a number through. Um, you know, the uh, young Brown and um, and Dacos and uh, you know, Rupert Wills got a game. So yeah, those sort of types I think are going to cop more of an impact when Collingwood are back at their best 22 than Adams. Yep. I think. Fair call. Okay, let's go through some of the injuries of the weekend. Some of these bigger than others, but there are a lot of big names in here. If you want to stop me and talk about relevant players that all of a sudden are shooting up the board, waiver pickups, feel free to do so. But let's start with Rory Sloan. So he copped an ankle knock, I think, in the second quarter of the Brisbane match on the weekend. Managed to get back out in the field after halftime. He was down... Um, I think he'll play this week. So that one's okay yeah. for owners. Yeah, starting soft. I like it. Dane Zorko, calf muscle. It looked like an Achilles mm. problem. He tried to tape it up, get back out in the field. The club are saying two to three weeks. Yeah, look, and that, that might be optimistic again. But, um, yeah, and again, the thing we've got to keep in mind here too is that two to three weeks could mean one game. It could mean five. We don't really right. know at this So point. true. It's- yeah, so you know, any of these players that we're talking about now, um, you know, that's we know they're out for the short term, and that's um, that's enough to to need to look at action if we can. One of two shocking ones on the weekend. In fact, let's deal with the knees together. Jeremy Howe, mm. uh, an awful looking PCL the other night. He had already done yeah. his scoring for the night, which was amazing. At least you're leaving coaches with a, a good taste in their mouths. Uh, you know, Jeremy Howe, very very sad to see him out. He was having a ripper start, and then as well as that. Sam Naismith, who has copped another knee injury. He's out for the season. Again, another one who'd had a positive start to the year. Yeah, he'd uh, really surprised me. I didn't think he was one that was going to have a whole lot of fantasy relevance. And, um, yeah, he'd uh, had a couple of great games, and that's tragic news that he's missed out. Um, How is, um, again, in sort of career-best form at the minute with the numbers he was putting up. Um, I wonder with him, too, whether that's going to have a negative impact on um, someone like Maynard, who's also having a career-best so far, because he's been a a regular beneficiary of Howe's intercept marking and distribution. So it um, could be a a flow-on effect from that as well. Is Maynard a sell? Um, I reckon I'd try and sell high, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see whether you can get that one across another coach. Nathan Fife mm. has done a hammy. It looked like he'd be out for longer than one to two weeks, but apparently they want to get him up for the derby um, in uh, Western Australia. So interesting there. Tom Stewart, very innocuous, copped a bump right at the back of play. Broken collarbone, four to eight weeks. That one's an annoying one for coaches because he's kind of that mid-tier back. You probably drafted him in the first seven or eight rounds. Could be a D1 and he's gone. Yeah, and that four to eight is a really fucking annoying time frame to try and work out what's what with too. Um, four weeks, you can you can be happy enough, or not happy enough, but you can tolerate holding him and waiting for him to come back. Eight weeks is the rest of the home and away season, really, yeah. from a Shiva point of view. So, it's um, that's going to hurt a lot for for uh, unlucky coaches there. Another one in the same tier, Zach Williams. He's got a four week hammy. That's annoying. Ben Cunnington, he's just irritated his coaches by being named, and now he's a late withdrawal again. Um, he's just got a niggling back complaint, so hopefully he yeah. can get up. But if you drafted Cunnington, that's your own damn fault, really. <laughs> he scored well in round one. I did. He sat up forward, got a couple oh, of snags. Look, he'll I score think he got two or three times a year. He'll he'll knock over a, a pretty decent score, and for the most of the part, he's he's just pretty average. It's. Um, 
yeah, gun footballer, but not not from a fantasy point of view. Another one of those annoying mid-tierers, uh, Jack Zebel. He's got a test for his hammy, so it'll be interesting to see whether he can get up. Probably someone who people drafted as your last midfielder or some midfield depth in Luke Dunstan. A pectoral tear, 10 to 12 weeks. He could be done for the season. Yeah, that one hurts a bit. And then with uh, Zach Jones, who I think was next on your list to talk about, yeah. that's two of St Kilda's big bulls in the midfield that are going to be missing now for for at least a week or two. I hate to say it, but Carlton must start favourites this week. <laughs> on, on, on a, a Thursday, Thursday night. night. What the hell is this about? <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, this, this season couldn't get much weirder. Say, this is just 2020 summed up, isn't it? That's... Carlton playing Thursday night and favourites to win. <laughs> and Jay Gresham, his eye looked messy the other night, like properly swelled up. It did. I was surprised there was nothing to come out from a little camera angle somewhere behind the scenes that um, someone's dug a finger in or something because that looked fucking ugly. Absolutely, it did. And then the one other person we need to mention is a suspension to Zach Merritt, your top tier mid, uh, a lot of people's M1 He's got the one-week suspension. We don't necessarily need to have a debate either way. He's just out of this week's game, which is going to be truly annoying for coaches who likely have had other problems to deal with as well. Yeah, that's it. But if uh, Mitch Hibbard is sitting on your waiver wire, go and pick him up because he's been confirmed to play. So that, um, at least for one week, um, a midfielder who might score some reasonable points if you're lucky. And he can loop him as well. Uh, mm. The first teams of the week have been named. I like it on the AFL Twitter account. They said some huge names in for the Thursday night battle. Uh, those huge names are for Carlton, Harry McKay, uh, Harry McKay and Zach Fisher. Eh. Um, and out Jack Silvani with his broken ribs and punctured lung or whatever he had. And uh, first game of San Philip as well. And a huge name in for St Kilda, Jaron Geary. Of course, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see Jaron Geary get back up. He's had uh, some rough, rough luck over the last couple of years. Zach Jones out with his hamstring. Geary, uh, not Geary, Gresham actually named at the moment. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that um, follows through. I think keep an eye out for a late change there. But, um, you know, in the context of huge names, again, we're talking about Carlton and St Kilda. So, you know, we work with what we got. <laughs> Hello, Shiva, our old friend. We've got some things to say again Some people want to whinge about injuries Tim might cite Justin's mum on her knees But most of all, Chipper wants to hear your voice He may rejoice These are the sounds of Shiva so for Sounds of Shiva this week, Gossie, I've asked people to let us know how many hits they've taken. We just named a hell of a long list there in terms mm. of injuries that just happened this week. It doesn't even take into account the injuries that we already have. So some coaches have put forth. Uh, so I present to you Coach Matt Britton, um, who has drafted Lockie Whitfield, missed weeks, uh, Nat Fife, Rory Sloan, Darcy McPherson, Steel Side Bottom, Wayne Millerer, Blake Akers, Jeremy Howe, Michael Hibbard, and Sam Nysmith as well. Fucking hell. <laughs> that, that is, a, you know, a, a pretty pretty questionable amount there. Uh, Tom Jaworski said uh, Josh Dunkley, Tom Stewart, Wayne Miller, Jeremy Howe, Xavier Dersma, and Luke Bruce in his list. Yeah, rough. Not at Matt's level, but Not still rough. At, yeah, so Matt leading all comers at the moment. Uh, Coach Ross Troy... Whitfield, Fife, Hunter, Sloan, Lipinski, Cunnington, Dunstan, Reese Stanley, and Will Brody. 
<laughs> that is, um, don't buy a Tesla. They take it or something. That's got to balance itself out somewhere. He's been 20 20 hard. With, with, your, with your bench, and then you've only got three other people. So, well, you've got four or five emergencies, yeah. then three on the bench. You can't mm. cover that. Like, you're having to dump some people to the waivers, no. and everyone else is just That's licking it. their lips. Yeah, and all of those players, in, in theory, I mean, Dunstan with 12 weeks out, maybe not, but um, the rest are all probably worth keeping uh, if you can work your way through it. But that, yeah, leaves you awfully fucking thin. And uh, Div 1 coach Matty Gravers had a tag as well. I have not seen his team, but he's replied with a sad emoji. So I'm thinking things can't be all good there. But if you're listening to this, in the comments of the pod, let us know. Some of us like to revel in your misery. Um, so please bring us some joy with your pain and let us know how poorly your team is doing. Let's get into Statman. I've got this intro. I'm the Statman. All right, Gossie, your time to shine. Now, for the third week, I've got to say, I know now that Coach Crunch and Coach Bacon, different guys, uh, Coach Bacon helped put some things into place for this spreadsheet, but Benny is pretty much taking all the credit for it. We'll do that, but... Uh... Yeah, ultimately, he's not here. I get all the credit because I'm reading out the figures that uh, have come magically on the internet from somewhere. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> top score for this week was uh, Jesse uh, with uh, from You Little Cripper in Div 15. Um, we mentioned him last week with a top score, but this was his other team, um, both Champions League and Div 15. Impressive. Doing all right for Shaker. Yeah, uh, 1371, which is the rough equivalent of about a 1714. Massive. Like a you, lower scoring week, yeah. 1371 does not sound good, but you, yeah, you, you factor it in. 1700 mm. last year was not something to sneeze at at all. No, absolutely. But um, it was a lower scoring week overall uh, compared to previous weeks. Um, uh, average across the divisions was uh, 1151, um, down from 1175 over the season. So. A good solid you know, 20, 30 points uh, difference to, to the average. Yep. Um, the lowest score this week was uh, the aptly named Chris's team, one of those flogs who didn't bother going <laughs> and changing anything. Um, deserved it. Uh, yep, deserved it. Um, on that note, um, the, the the minor celebrity that we have in, in Shiva as well, in Trent Copeland, uh, also still running around with Trent's team. Um, get your shit together, Trent. That's Get not good your fucking shit together. No wonder you didn't win that Logie. Exactly. That's all the difference right there. Not voting for him again. Um, third worst team this week, I think, also needs a special mention because that was uh, the one we gave a bit of credit to last week. The worst team ever. Um, third worst team ever this week. So it's an improvement. He's, he's improving. He's working his way up the ladder. Um, the Where are we? Um, highest ranked divisions uh, with an average of 1189 are tied on Div 12, 9, and 3. Oh, come um, on. I don't want my division to be the highest ranked division by average. It just makes it harder no, to win. I'm, I'm in that group also with, with Div 9 there. So it makes it feel a little rough when I'm not sitting at the top of that little table. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we again, we work with what we've got. We do. Um, and uh, as I mentioned uh, off the top there, White MGs, uh, Coach Nathaniel, with a 13.32 average for the season. Massive. Um, which is the equivalent of about a 16.70 average from what I can work out. so Over four um, rounds as well. That's huge. Yeah, huge. So he's, uh, as you'd expect, sitting at four and zip, as are two other coaches in Div 9. I'm not one of them. And uh, 31 teams across Shiva at the moment are currently undefeated. 
That's, um, and that's a what, great start as well because mm. now that you're out of the gates, you actually have the clout to be able to take some more risks to maybe bring on an injured player or two and stash them. Even if it causes you to get a couple of losses, you're still ahead of the game. That's it. If you're if you've got someone in your league who's sitting around that sort of one and three and two and two, and you know, it's kind of make or break for them, and they're holding on to a, a five or a a Dunkley or um, you know one of those that are missing a few side bottom. Um, it's a good time to go and make an offer to them uh, for a slightly lesser mid that uh, you think might um, get you a bit of an edge uh, for the run home. Yeah, it's a huge um, But advantage. of those undefeated teams, um, as I said, White MGs, of course, at the top of that table. Uh, Coach uh, rookie Red Mitch Datsun also undefeated. Lovely work, Coach Mitch. And uh, Coach Woody of Woody's Roundup, who we've not heard from this season yet, sadly. So, um, yeah, wherever he is, he's um, currently sitting four and zip and... Um, he should be making a lot more noise than he is. Yeah, Coach Woody, this is the time to jump on your videos, mate. I know we hmm. love a little bit of self-deprecation throughout this league, but hey, mate, you put out a great product last year. Let's see one coach at the top of his game. I think Chirper, also four and zip at the moment. Oh, very nice. So well done uh, to Coach Chirper. Love your work. Well done there, Gossie. Some expert reading of those stats. Yes, uh, yes, all, well all, compiled. All credit goes to you. As it should. And we have finally got him back on the blast. People have been missing him. One of the main ingredients that make this podcast worth doing. Uh, I actually said that I might not do the pod tonight if he didn't get this up. But luckily, we have a lippy kissy. Lippy kissy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the successful return of Crutchlip Service. <laughs> yes. Brought to you by Crut. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Wow. <laughs> Well, isn't there much to talk about? There's so much to talk about that I don't actually know what I'm doing. I've been pressured into doing another one of these fucking things for all you fuckheads, and I don't know why. Footy's back for maybe another week or two. Sounds like the country's going to get fucking locked down again because of all you fucking interstaters. Bloody hell, why can't you be like the rest of us Victorians (laughs) and see a real spike in your coronavirus (laughs) cases? You're fucking it for the rest of us. Who needs to keep their lips luscious? I don't even know. You know what? Everyone should keep your lips luscious on the off chance, in most of your cases, very off chance, if you're getting lucky. So everyone, even the unlikely lucky ones, keep your lips luscious. (laughs) That's a man with no direction at the moment, Gossie. No direction at all. No, none whatsoever. But, um, yeah, you'd think he'd have made some sort of noise about um, Hawthorne sitting in top four or, um, yeah, footy just being what it is. But, uh, no, I liked it. It's good to have him back. Some of his branding has been hashtag scrap the season. But you're right. Hawthorne do sit in an unlikely, uh, unlikely top four position. But 
I suppose everyone in the top four seems a touch un- unlikely at the moment. So, well, that's it. He's, they're sitting up there with Gold Coast and Port Adelaide. So, you know, again, what is 2020? What is 2020 indeed? Uh, mate, what does this round ahead hold for you? Let's say we get a full nine games out. Do you have a yeah. team to field? Have you been hit by this? Uh, I have a team to field as long as the fuckers are named. Um, I've got Quinton Narkel and uh, Fiorini who uh, cool. I took flyers on thinking you know, that uh, they might sit comfortably in that sort of last mid-on-field spot maybe and uh, or utility rather and, and get me something. But um, I need them to play. That would be nice. That would be. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking okay. I'm, um, I'm sitting at two and two. I'm playing one of the guys at one and three, so hopefully I can end his season and that will be nice. That would be nice. Uh, I am one and three. I finally got off the mark this week. Hey, Amazingly, well one win. I'm in seventh position on the ladder. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, point uh, score does help. Point score definitely does help. I'm lucky that this isn't a percentage competition. Still have over 5,000 points scored against. So I, I would still be in the top one or handful of people scored against in Shiva. This week, uh, I'm up against Coach, uh, Coach Griff. Coach Robert Griffin, uh, and his team has not had a fantastic start. Um, so hopefully his poor luck continues. I mean, don't wish poor luck on other people, but certainly my opponents. That's it. I think if we can wish poor luck on anyone, it's Robert Griffin. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> seems that's fair. Okay. It seems but, fair. Uh, but on the on the note of bad luck, um, when you mentioned there of having five thousand points scored against you, um, the inaugural uh, Shiva Song Contest winner uh, of uh, Mark Santillo of Pork Shop Express, yes, um, is the only team in my league to have had more than four thousand nine hundred points scored against him, and he's three hundred points over that mark. Um, but he's also one of the lowest scoring teams in the league. So he's just not having a great season on either front, uh, he's old just, Mark. But, uh, but he can craft a song, so he's got that going for him. He's riding on the coattails of something that happened four years ago. Santillo, it's time to freshen up, my friend. Uh, I want to. I, I suppose I just want another song from him. I just want to see that. That would be uh, nice. It really would be nice. Santillo action. Hey, we are hoping that you dodge the bullets. Whatever comes your way this week, and I'm sure there is going to be more... But we're hoping that you can get through it okay. Coach Gossie, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Pleasure as always. And we will hopefully be back with fantasy season still going next week on the Shiva Blast.